listening to a Sharesies podcast. is the 11th of October. Welcome to Recap, made for you by Sharesies. If you did not know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. And here's the financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Hi Alice, how are you? Hey Jose, I'm good, thank you. How's it going? Very good, thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> Well, it's so formal. <laughs> Sorry, I just started laughing about how formal we are. I'm very well, thank you. Very good. It's the start of a new week, of course. Uh, Absolutely. It, uh, it's going to be a busy one, I have a, th- have a feeling, particularly if today's show's uh, anything to go by. Should we just crack into it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of busy, I'll tell you what's been all go today, yes, and please. that's been the world of retirement villages. Ah. So there were two Kiwi um, retirement villages, which are listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange, that were making announcements today. Now, I'm always really quite surprised about how many aged care providers are listed companies. There's like uh, Ryman Healthcare, uh, Oceania, and Arvida, and, and a couple more, I think. Which ones are making the news today? Well, actually, none of those ones that you just talked about. Uh, okay. The two are <laughs> um, Somerset Group um, right. and another aged care provider called Radius Residential Care. Oh, cool. So should we crack into it with Somerset? Absolutely. So as a quick overview, uh, Somerset, according to its website, is New Zealand's second largest retirement village operator. Now, they have a range of care options from independent living units to rest home care and hospital care. Um, And they actually have over 6,600 residents across 30 retirement villages in New Zealand. I was quite surprised by that number, actually. Mm. And what was their news today? So they released some sales metrics today. Um, Now, these are for the third quarter of their financial year, so to the end of September. Now, specifically, the sales metric they use is the sales of occupation rights. What are are occupation rights? Yeah, so when you move into an independent living unit at a retirement village in New Zealand, uh, it's a bit different to, like, say, buying a house. Um, In most cases that I'm aware of, it's it's, it's different. You... Instead, you enter into what they call an Occupation Right Agreement, or ORA, as you might see it. Now, this gives you the right to occupy or live in that unit, and it will set out all the terms and conditions of living there. Um, So when either a new unit is built or a previous tenant moves out for whatever reason, um, the retirement village will sell the occupation rights to someone new to live in that unit. That's really interesting. I just assumed that in retirement villages, they just had like a boilerplate rental agreement. But what were these sales uh, figures for Somerset then? So they reported 199 um, occupation right agreement sales for the quarter. Now these were made up of 117 new sales, so like for new units, and then 82 resales, so units where the previous occupant has moved out. And what did Somerset have to say about that? 
so they said it was a strong result for both new sales and resales. Uh, for comparison, Somerset said that the amount of sales so far during this financial year equates to 95% of last year's total sales. Uh, and furthermore, they said that sales have continued at pace uh, despite the recent nationwide lockdown and the ongoing lockdown in Auckland. Mm. So you said there was another aged care company with news today? I did. The other one was Radius Residential Care or Radius Care as they sort of go by. Now this morning they announced that they're acquiring a retirement village in Bacargo called Clare House. Now this will add 69 care beds to Radius Care's portfolio along with 25 independent living units. And what did Radius Care say about this? They said they're really excited. Um, they say it's an excellent facility and the culture is consistent with theirs. Um, they also said that it helps expand their regional footprint and create a solid infrastructure for growth. And finally, how much are they playing for Clearhouse? Uh, yeah, that's always the the big ticket item, you know, question, is it, around yeah. deals? Um, so they're going to be paying $14.5 million New Zealand dollars. Um, and as a side note, uh, the deal is expected to settle on the 1st of November. Cool. Thank you very much, Alice. All right. So last week we were talking about Frances Haugen and, uh, well, she is the Facebook whistleblower as the media's dubbed her. Um, so she leaked thousands of internal company documents. Uh, what's the latest on that story, Jose? Yeah. So over the weekend, uh, Facebook has come out and said it will introduce new measures to make sure teenagers will be moved away from harmful content on uh, their platforms. Okay, this is really interesting because one of the claims that Haugen was making was that uh, Facebook was aware Instagram was having a harmful effect on young or teenage girls. So it seems like a direct response to that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe to catch us up, uh, former Facebook product manager Haugen testified last week at a Senate panel and very basically, in, in a nutshell, she said the company is prioritising profit over the safety of its users and it needs a regulatory overview. Now, Facebook at the time immediately rebuffed Haugen's uh, claims, mainly via uh, media statements. And then, and this is the new bit, over the weekend, the company's vice president of global affairs, Nick Clegg, appeared on a number of TV news shows to say they're introducing a number of policies which they think will uh, mitigate harm. And that's really interesting. So what exactly are they saying they'll do? Yeah, so there's three parts to this which Clegg talked about. Firstly, he said they would set up a system where if a teenager is constantly going back to the same content, which might be deemed to be harmful, they'll be nudged away or prompted to look at something else. Secondly, they'll introduce something called Take a Break, which will prompt teenagers to spend some time away from Instagram. And thirdly, There'll be new controls though, so that parents or guardians can supervise what their teens are doing online. Oh man, I know that I could definitely benefit from that take yeah. a break function. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they'll make it available to, to the wider population. Uh, but anyway, so you said earlier that Haugen was advocating for some kind of government oversight of Facebook. Uh, did he talk about that? Yeah, yeah, he, uh, Clegg did. He seemed to say that Facebook was open to the idea of a digital regulator, but he did say that Facebook was caught in the middle and then it was up to lawmakers to resolve the issues themselves. 
Okay, and what about Mark Zuckerberg? Like, you know, where's where's he been in all of this? Yeah, where where Mark at? So, according to the New York Times, uh, the Facebook CEO was asked about Halgen's whistleblowing at a regular employee Q and A. Now, he defended the company, according to the New York Times, and denied that uh, Facebook puts profit and growth above people's safety. He said it was disheartening to see what he called false narratives in the media. All right, and so what happens next? Like, are we going to see more from Halgen? Yeah, this definitely isn't the end of it. She is due to appear in front of a House Select Committee, which is investigating the uh, large protests in the US Capitol, otherwise known as the January 6th insurrection. Now, she'll be answering questions about Facebook, or she'll be answering questions, sorry, about how Facebook was used to organise and encourage the protest. Okay, to finish up today, I'm going to circle back to a news story that first hit the headlines a while ago. Uh, right, so you're going to be talking about the Z Energy news, right? Absolutely. So as a refresher, back in late August, Ampol, which is an Australian um, petroleum company listed on the Australian Stock Exchange, they made a takeover offer for Z Energy, which we know is um, you know, one of the big petrol companies in New Zealand and is listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. Now, the offer was for Ampol to pay $3.78 per share um, for Z Energies to, to acquire all of the shares in Z Energy. Now, this was after Ampol made a couple of, of lower offers um, and then they sort of finally um, sort of got some traction with Z Energy who said that they'd consider this higher offer. They entered into a period of due diligence, which is where Ampol gets to examine company information about Z in detail. Mm, thank you very much for that recap. And I, but I'm but i doing a lot of uh, adult control here by not playing the little bum 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 sting after I said recap. So I want everyone to note that. Thank you very much. But what is the latest on this story today? Uh, well, Zed came out to say that they've entered into a binding agreement for Ampol to go ahead with the takeover. So it's at that price of $3.78 per share, uh, although there could be a couple of adjustments made depending on things like timing and dividends, and these were specified in the announcement today. Mm. And I mean, with takeovers, this isn't the, the, uh, the deal isn't done. There's always a couple of few approvals that are needed before they can go ahead, right? Is that the case here? It sure is, and there's quite a list of approvals that the deal needs before it can actually go ahead. So um, some of these include the New Zealand Commerce Commission, uh, the Overseas Investment Office, with Ampol being Australian-based, it needs shareholder approval, um, and it ultimately needs approval from the High Court of New Zealand. Um, now, the deal is also subject to certain conditions, like there's one relating to um, the transition of the Marsden Point refinery to an import-only terminal, which we've separately talked about before on recap. And so let's say the deal goes ahead, what would happen next? Yeah, so if it gets all the necessary approvals and meets all of the conditions, Ampol would buy out all of the Z Energy shareholders, and that means that Z Energy wouldn't be listed on the NZX anymore. Instead, the company would fall under Ampol, which is listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. Um, but in the announcement today, Ampol indicated that if this all goes ahead and after the deal is done, uh, the company would actually look at listing on the New Zealand Stock Exchange as well. So it would become dual listed. Mm. Is there anything else to note from the announcement? Yeah, there were two other things I thought um worth pointing out. So first, uh, Zed's board of directors is recommending this deal. So they voted in favour of the transaction. 
The second thing was that uh, when the takeover was first announced, or the takeover offer, I should say, was first announced, um, a lot of people were quite quick to point out that Ampo already is in the New Zealand um, space. So they own the Gull um, petrol chain that you you know you probably know. And so they've got great were... pies, actually. I should say, <laughs> great Miss Max pies. Oh. I'll have to try them out. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so people were pointing out and saying, well, what, what would this mean for competition in the industry in New Zealand? Well, in the announcement today, um, Impulse said that um, to get New Zealand Commission sorry, New Zealand Commerce Commission approval, uh, they've committed to getting out of their investment in Gull uh, if the deal with Z Energy goes ahead. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. Thank you so much, Alice. And with that, brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. That was Recap for the 11th of October. And you'll be doing us a real solid if you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You absolutely would. Matiwa. Ka kite Bye.